and welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we're talking about getting better sleep, one of our favorite topics. We do like we do talk about getting sleep a lot, yes. don't we? Between the two of us, <laughs> it really is a favorite. Uh, it's so important, right? Yeah, it is. It's, it makes a difference, and you know, as we get older, it seems that it becomes more problematic and more important. Yeah, we didn't used to when we met twenty some odd years ago. We didn't talk about it. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I was just reminiscing so. to myself about the good old days when it, I just would go to bed and sleep and then I would wake up and, <laughs> and I wouldn't think about it. And you do it again the next night. <laughs> right. And it, and that's just, you just did that. And then sometimes I would, I would lie down and have a nap. Mm-hmm. Right. But as we've gotten older, that, that, that has become more challenging. Yes. Definitely. Um, But that means that uh, we have explored a lot of different things to help us get better sleep. That's right. Yeah, I've got a good thing going right now. But also, I always feel like a disclaimer, as the daughter of a narcoleptic, I'm like, I'm a good sleeper. (laughs) I don't fall asleep uncontrollably, but uh, like my mom did, but I um, do fall, I do, when I fall asleep in bed, I fall asleep quickly, unless I'm stressed out yeah yeah but then but getting the good night's sleep has become more elusive though i mean staying asleep and sleep feeling refreshed is harder as i've gotten older yeah right yeah yep and before we get too far into this i want to um uh thank our friend and listener debbie potts for giving us the suggestion um and one of the things we'll talk about is um, a suggestion that she gave to me a while ago. Oh, terrific. Yeah, thank you, Debbie. Yeah. And any, we love it when we get suggestions from listeners for yes. topics. Yeah, so anyone else out there who has an idea, send it our way. Yes. We'd love to hear them. Um, but back to sleep, I, you know, thinking about it today, it's like sort of weird. I, I'm realizing I had a really good night's sleep last night. Well, that's nice. Congratulations. Well, thank you. Thank you. It is exciting. But you you want to know why I wasn't really thinking about it? Yes. Because um, as I was just sharing with you before we started recording, I woke up and my phone was completely dead this morning. And so I didn't know how much I slept. Oh, you didn't know what time it was when you woke up? No, I knew what time it was, but... I always oh. check my sleep app in the morning. Oh, I, oh, that's so funny. I always, <laughs> Barry has a hard time sleeping. And every morning I ask him how he slept. And every morning in the last year or so, he pulls out his phone <laughs> to tell him. 
it's like when I used to ask my father, are you hungry? And he'd say, what time is it? Or he'd look at his watch. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like, come on, just tell me, did you sleep? How do you feel about how you slept? Yeah. So that's interesting. You don't- yeah. So it's very funny. But I mean, I remember waking up and, and saying like, oh, it's later than I expected it to be and, and being really happy about that. And then quickly getting stressed out that yeah. my phone was dead and and not working and then you know so i didn't really get to savor mm-hmm. having I, had a good night's sleep ah tim cook um what uh, app do you use to check your your sleep i use auto sleep oh, okay and uh it works very well with my apple watch which i wear to bed mm-hmm. um but it can also be used without a watch if mm-hmm. you want to, um, it do, it doesn't sort of pick up some of the things like it tells me, you know, whether how much deep sleep and light sleep I had, how much I moved, those sorts of things, um, which is nice. But if you're just sort of wanting to get a, a more general feel about how much you're sleeping, it's good for that if you don't have a Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. I use um, Sleep Cycle, which is the app I use as my alarm, and it uses a microphone. And so it gives me an evaluation based on, I guess, what it hears of that moving, what is moving or what have you. But the thing that I love is it tells you how much snoring there was. Oh. And, I mean, it, and there's recordings. Oh. <laughs> sleep talking and now that Barry and I both wear CPAPs it's quite silent but before I'd be like do you want to hear how you snore no I don't want to hear that (laughs) (laughs) but it also cares a whole lot about how many hours of sleep there there was right yeah in terms of deciding how well rested you are I guess yeah I used to use an app um what's it called oh 24 7 I think Uh is what it was called that to record my sleep and it also you know recorded did an audio recording um which was often entertaining because as you know i talk in my sleep (laughs) that's right you do it is is so strange Uh, you and i have shared a hotel room more than once over the years and to have you start talking yeah well because i mean i don't know but what I've been told is the thing that's so shocking about it is that it's I'm not mumbling. It sound I sound like I am awake and speaking very clearly. Right. It's as though you're having a conversation, like why without without saying, "Hey, Janine, wake up," and then I'm, yeah. I want to tell you something. You just start telling me. <laughs> but it doesn't right. make sense. I mean, I don't think you're speaking clear words, but I don't remember. it's not contextual right (laughs) yeah no um my husband claims that i run a lot of meetings in my sleep oh that's one of the sadder things i've heard (laughs) isn't it (laughs) (laughs) or maybe i just my pure bossiness comes out in sleep i don't know (laughs) that's funny um but yeah anyway um so having having that the the uh electronic um uh recording of my sleep is i think a bit of a double-edged sword yeah in your case yeah Yeah. well and like you were saying with barry like i'm not necessarily checking in with myself although i have gotten much better to um sort of weigh how i feel against what the app says 
mm-hmm. so I get a better idea of, you know, does is it accurate? Is when it says I got a lot of deep sleep, do I feel different than if it says I didn't get a lot of deep sleep? Mm-hmm. And I think it that is helpful, but I, I do have to remind myself that, like, if I wake up and I feel good, but my app says I only slept six hours, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, not like I shouldn't, I, I have to remind myself to not feel bad if my app says I slept less than I wanted to, if I feel okay. Right. Yes, that's right. It's not a contest. Right. Right. <laughs> well, and also, it's not the boss of me. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we have an app attached to our bed, uh, our sleep number bed, and we'll compare are and Barry's supposedly the one who sleeps poorly and I'm supposedly the one who sleeps well and I get really annoyed when it says when it gives him a higher rating <laughs> so I guess oh. it is a, a bit of a competition <laughs> it is a competition at your house <laughs> yes <laughs> that's funny um but so I think it can be helpful though and I think we've talked about this before one of the things that made the biggest difference for me was when I switched my goal on my app from sleeping eight hours to sleeping for seven hours Mm -hmm. because I hit it a lot more often and psychologically that felt better like I I started to feel like I was sleeping better when I changed my goal from seven hours to seven hours from eight hours that makes a lot of sense I mean you're 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 not disappointed uh, in yourself or whatever, and you do well. You do okay on seven hours. It sounds like. Yeah, yeah. That was so smart. It's like why. It's why my fitness goals are so low on my phone. <laughs> so, that, so that I can. Close so you my can circles. meet them. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> um, but I think you know. I think it does. There is something to that, and you know, even even if you know that you feel better with eight hours of sleep and you're only generally getting six hours of sleep right now, this to try to improve that incrementally as opposed to thinking like setting your goal for eight hours and then not hitting it, not hitting it, not hitting it. If like, you know, right now you're sleeping six hours, maybe aiming for six hours and 15 minutes mm-hmm. or six hours and 30 minutes um, to try to incrementally get yourself sleeping more uh, to uh, meet what you feel is the goal that where you sl- feel the best during the day. Right. Yep. That makes a lot of sense. I think that's good, solid advice. Yes. And you know, I have uh, lots of other ideas about how to fall asleep and and go back to sleep. That's the one that gets me. I don't have a lot of trouble falling asleep most of the time. Um, the only time I really struggle to fall asleep is if I if I miss my window. <laughs> I have a window, and if I stay up past it, that whole second wind thing kicks in, and mm-hmm. I could be up until one or two o'clock in the morning easily is the the window a set time or does it start with does does something you do open the window and you have to go to bed by the time it it's going to close no it's a it's like a circadian rhythm thing ah, okay um so generally i had like i'm in bed wanting to fall asleep 
sometime between 10 and 11. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes me a long time from like when I decide to start heading to bed, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is usually around 9, 930. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, it takes a long time for me to actually end up in bed. I'm not sure why, but... Well, there are so many things that have to happen. Yes. Right? And the yes. same thing at my house. And I'll say, all right, it's time to start the process. Yeah. And usually I don't want to do that before 9.30 um, for some reason. and then But then I'm not in bed till 11 because of all the things. Mm-hmm. You know, the poodle things, the kitchen things, the, yeah, the process. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That's what we have to. Got to put the house to bed. Got to put the cat to bed and the oh, house right. to bed. That's right. You have the elaborate put the cat to bed thing, right? And we yes. we have an elaborate poodle thing too, so I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you've um, been using some um, some uh, over the counter, so to speak, sleep aids that are helping you get get to sleep, stay asleep. Is that right? Um, well, the, or I was thinking the, in particular I, the one you just told me about. Yeah. So I have over the years tried lots of different supplements and things um, which have helped and then not helped because you know for whatever reason that's what happens things work for a while and then they don't Um, but the thing that is helping me right now is and I think this is what you're referring to drinking four ounces of tart cherry juice before bedtime yeah that's amazing so of course I had to try it because I pretty much do everything you tell me to and (laughs) Um, that first of all, the faces that we made as we drank it were funny. <laughs> wow, that's just tart. It is um, tart. And so I didn't take my usual sleep. I wanted to test it, so I didn't take my usual sleep, my sleepy time cocoa. Um, and in fact, sadly, the, for me, the tart, tart cherry juice was, wasn't sufficient no. for keeping me asleep. But... Yeah. It's, I'm still drinking it every night because you told me it's good for me. Yes, it's good for you for a lot of different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is it's a, it is a little bit like taking medicine. I've mm-hmm. actually come to enjoy the flavor now. Mm-hmm. The first sip is always like a little bit of a shock. Yeah. Um, and you definitely do not want to drink it around, you know, after recently having anything sweet. Because oh, yeah. it will make it a million times worse <laughs> yeah but sip on it with a little popcorn and it's delicious excellent well yeah, yeah. but um yeah so for me it's it's really helping um that's excellent do you know why it works um apparently i don't know if it contains melatonin and tryptophan or if it stimulates production of them but that's part of it Mm -hmm. um and it's a big sort of anti-inflammatory antioxidant thing like so many of the um deep colored fruits Mm um like berries and things um but there's there's a lot of uh, a lot of ways that it's beneficial and and it's being studied so mm-hmm. you know there's there's research that you can look into that I encourage people to look at um, and you know obviously it's juice so one would think relatively benign but if you have any concerns you should talk to your doctor or their healthcare provider about it 
if you're not married to a doctor like Shannon's lucky yes. enough to be married to. It's a little <laughs> easier for you to, to check is. with the doctor. <laughs> yeah. Although yeah. most of the time he's like, I don't know. Why are you asking me? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Go look in your journals. Tell me what you find. <laughs> right. Oh, well, that's, that's excellent. Um, and it's it, we'll put a link to the one that I bought, of course, the one that Shannon bought. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah, we can put a link to that. And I got mine at Whole Foods. But um, the the thing that I've been taking for since I'm going to say November is some uh, Dream Powder, uh, which is a, a cocoa that I mix with hot milk, and it has melatonin l-theanine reishi mushrooms and cbd in it and mm. uh it puts me right to sleep and i i pretty much stay asleep i've been having some neck issues neck and arm pain issues that sometimes wake me up but otherwise um it's a it, it's good and it's delicious it's just such a nice warm cup of cocoa before bed. Yeah. It makes me very happy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. Yes. I'll put a link to, to that as well, but it's kind of expensive. Like it costs like $76 for a package that lasts me about six weeks. Oh. So um, if it, it, like I can't put a price on a good night's sleep, um, kind of, but still it's a lot. Yeah. 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 So that's good for people to know, but um, I'm glad that's working for you. Yeah, yeah, me too. And isn't isn't temperature? Temperature is the thing, right? That's the yes. most the most difficult um, control thing to control, at least in my life. The um, as much as hard as I try with our fancy um, heating heated and cooled interlayer, I mean, I actually have control over it. Right, <laughs> but it's still hard. <laughs> I go from heat to air conditioning in my bed in one night. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that that's not uncommon. I think as you get older, particularly yeah. for women. Yep. Um, but I, I had to manage that some too. And I think the last time we talked about sleep, I was raving about my weighted blanket. Oh, right. That I love. Yeah. Do you still love it? I still love it, but the cotton one, which was the one that I originally got for my birthday, um, has been replaced by a eucalyptus one because it breathes better and I don't overheat with it. Oh. I can use it um, uh, most of the year. Um, but that, yeah, navigating that. And we also uh, now have turned our comforter into a, a zonal comforter. <laughs> my husband sleeps uh, he needs much more blanketing than I do. Uh-huh. And so we have a king-size bed with a king-size duvet, and I put just a twin-size down comforter on his side of the bed, and mm -hmm. I have nothing on my side of the bed. So I just have the duvet itself, you know, so two layers of cotton, and then my... Oh. Um, Oh, you're just saying, you're saying you have a, like a duvet cover, and yes. you put a twin size duvet in on his side and nothing uh -huh. on your side. I realize that's just what you said. Yes, <laughs> but <laughs> um, but I was thinking because in our house we'll have a blanket and then I'll add a, a twin size comforter on top of me. Uh -huh. but, but there'll be a blanket in Barry's side. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Wow. Huh. Yeah. So um, that's smart. 
Yeah, and and I I put little hook and eyes in the inside the the duvet cover and then on the corners of the twin side so it doesn't shift around in there. Oh, yeah, can keep it on his side. Yeah. Oh, that's good. We used to have a dual weight blanket uh, mm. that we bought from the sleep number bed people many years, decades ago now. I don't uh-huh. think they sell it anymore, but once I was heavy and once I was light, that was excellent. Yeah. 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 So um, managing that has been really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, although I jumped the gun this year in taking out, we used to do more what you did. Like in the winter, we have a very, like a summer weight down comforter mm-hmm. that we use for the winter. So, cause I need a little bit more cause mm-hmm. we don't heat our house during the night. And you are actually human. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it drops down below 60 degrees in our house. It's cold and I do want to cover, mm-hmm. but Mike needs more than that. So then he has a, we have a down throw that he puts over the top of him mm-hmm. on that. Right. But, but so I took that out because it got nice. Mm-hmm. And then I put, you know, I, set it up for our summer sleeping situation and then it got cold again mm-hmm. same thing happened to us so we're back with the we, ours is a wool comforter as you as you might imagine yes and a wool filled comforter it's cotton on the outside but uh we were just saying this morning time to go back to the cotton blanket because it got warm again yeah yeah so hard so challenging. i know <laughs> i know but the other thing that i've been doing that has been really helpful and this is the thing that debbie turned me on to is if i'm having trouble falling asleep or if i wake up in the night and i'm having trouble trouble going back to sleep is listening to sleep stories from the calm app Sleep stories, like bedtime stories. Yes. And my favorite one is by Eric Braw. And <laughs> it's the Nordland Express. And you take the train from somewhere in Scandinavia to above the Arctic Circle. And he tells you all about it, all <laughs> the details, until you fall asleep. And, um, yeah, and there's a whole bunch of different sleep stories if you subscribe to the app. Um, If you are not a subscriber and you want to try it out, they do have a a seven-day free trial. But there is also um, a page on their blog where they... Uh, you can access, I think, maybe a half dozen of their sleep stories for free. So we can put a link to that in the show notes for people to try it out. I think Insight Timer has sleep stories too, for, and I think it's for, they're free. And um, mm-hmm. my app, Sleep Cycle, my alarm app, also yeah. is always every every time I I swear every day they have something new, it's, which I don't use. But I don't I don't think I pay for that app. I, I I know I don't pay a subscription. I may have bought the app originally years ago. Uh, but yeah, there's opportunities. It's such an interesting thing. I mean, like, why yeah. should it be reserved for little children? We should all have right. someone telling us a bedtime story. Yes. Well, and I um, I don't have I don't pay I don't have a subscription for the Calm app. So sometimes Eric Bra is not able to put me to sleep. Um, so I started looking into some other options, and I found a podcast called Get Sleepy. Turns oh. out there's loads of podcasts that are sleep stories. Um, But I really like the Get Sleepy one. The the main guy, I 
like his voice. And this is a, another thing that was interesting for me to figure out. Um, since I'm not wearing my hearing aids while I'm asleep, I have to listen to someone whose tone of voice um, does not fit in my hearing loss area. Oh, uh-huh. They have to have so, just the right frequency or something. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, they have to have the right voice tone so mm-hmm. that I can understand them. Otherwise, I'm struggling to understand them or I have to have it turned up so loud. Anyway, long story short, this guy's voice works for me. A lot of voices don't. Um, but, you know, it's like a fall day in Edinburgh. <laughs> and <laughs> Or, you know... Uh, cozy chai by the cabin fire or whatever and it's and they're usually like 30 to 45 minutes long and they most of them i've never heard the ending of Uh (laughs) Um, but they're they're interesting enough that you are paying attention and you can't really think about anything else but Mm -hmm. not so interesting that you want to stay awake for them and they yeah and they turn themselves off And they turn themselves off, uh, which is a reminder of the other thing that um, because I do sleep in a room with someone else who has very good hearing and I do not want to wear regular um, earbuds or AirPods or anything to bed. I bought a sleep mask that has little Bluetooth head, uh, little speakers in it. Oh, wow. So they don't go in your ears. They sit on the outside of your ears. Mm -hmm. And... um, and then when the it's done, it's done, and and there's no you don't hear it like turning off or you know sometimes when you put your AirPods in or take them out it makes a sound mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you don't get none of that. Oh wow, I was wondering about that. I'm wondering how you managed um, not to keep Mike awake with the be- or put him to sleep or whatever it is with the bedtime stories. Oh well, you well, we you you can provide a link so we can put the your sleep mask. Yes. In the show notes, yeah. I'm going to suggest that to Barry because he apparently lies awake for hours, which oh. I, I would hate having someone sleeping soundly next to me while I stayed was awake. Oh, yeah, that would be rough. Oh, uh, yeah. So I'm going to suggest that to him. <laughs> yeah, it's great. And um, so although since I've been drinking the cherry juice, if I wake up at night, I just go right back to sleep. If I don't go right back to sleep, then I'll I'll put my sleep uh, mask on with the with the uh, little speakers and I'll listen to a sleep story and then I'm usually asleep before it's over. Oh, that's fantastic! Yay! Yeah. Oh, I hope uh, listeners will try it and benefit from it. I want to try it and I'm sleeping well. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe I can save myself seventy six dollars though <laughs> every six weeks. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's terrific! Yay! Yeah, the, the and I don't. I just I just find it very charming to listen to a story. Yeah, at night. yeah. And I don't have to. And I don't. You know, I thought about listening to audiobooks, but then, you know, you actually want to know what's happening, and and yeah. you and then you have to figure out what what the last thing you remember was, and it's all confusing. And this is just nice little episodes. Nothing of any consequence if you do fall asleep. Right. 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 Um, yeah, I think it was, I can't even remember how many times I listened to the Nordland Express before I, I mean, it might have been like a year that I had listened to it, you know, whenever I needed it to before I didn't actually fall asleep before the end and I heard the whole thing. 
Um, so it was like, oh, I didn't know that happened. Huh. <laughs> oh, we go back? Wow. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> um, uh, Trondheim, that's where you start. I, I couldn't think of it. And it was really funny because I was watching a show or something and they mentioned Trondheim. And I was like, oh, I know Trondheim. <laughs> <laughs> For my sleep story. <laughs> uh, is there anything else that you can think of about getting better sleep that we want to share? Well, I'll encourage folks to listen. We'll put a link to the other episode we did on sleep a couple of years ago because it had some different ideas in there that were good as right. well. But we don't need to repeat yes. them. Yeah. Yes. And I and I will remind everyone, you know, good sleep hygiene, particularly if you're having trouble falling asleep, which is, you know, no screens before bed. And um, uh, well, I mentioned this to you the other day. I woke up in the middle of the night and and started thinking about something and picked up my phone and that's a big mistake um so if i if i find that i am doing that then i charge my phone elsewhere for a while um to make sure that i don't you know who has who has um strong executive function in the middle of the night (laughs) not i (laughs) right So uh, I don't I don't need temptations close to me, um, but you know all of those things and and regular exercise and and you know paying attention to your stress level and doing meditation or exercise or journaling or something to help manage stress if that's something you know keeping you up at night are all good things to remember. Yeah. So we would love to hear from you, our listeners. Do you have other ideas on how you get better sleep? You can let us know on Facebook or Instagram at uh, Getting to Good Enough. You can head over to the show notes at gettingtogoodenough.com and leave a comment in leave a comment in the com- oh show notes. That's what it is. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh, wow. I really tripped over that. Because <laughs> I was like, wait, leave a comment in the comments. That's not what I say. <laughs> a comment in the show notes. Um, or you can call 413-424-GTGE4843 and leave us a message with your ideas. Until next time, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon and Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. Totally forgot. Happy 250th episode. Oh my gosh, that's right. Congratulations. 250. That's amazing. Yes. Yay us. (laughs) Yay. And yay, listeners, because we would not be here for 250 episodes if we didn't have such great listeners. That's right. <laughs>